0: a short hiatus regular season sportscast is back had to do some moving some uh had to get some furniture shifted to one place to another thank goodness i am out of the old spot i am so so happy to be out of here for you guys who've been riding this journey with me for the longest it's episode one i have moved from um one place to another place to another place in like a span of a year or so and um probably like yeah it's about three I was been in three spots in, in two years in, in that in, in, in that realm the last spot I was in I swear I felt I felt like there was a noose around my neck choking me as small as it was and the amount of rent I was paying for it it was just it was god awful and I needed I needed more space and with the help of Trulia shout out to Trulia well, you, you should be a sponsor but shout out to Trulia the, the app I I was able to find an apartment in my area right down the block, less rent, uh, more comfortable. It's it's just a better feeling, a better sensation. And plus, I have a balcony and a fan that sucks up the stinkiness that happens if you're destroying the bathroom. So that's a plus. But yes, it's been a couple of weeks uh, transitioning, been able to get the moving done out of the way. Plus, having issues with with the move and then new issues arrived with work it just became it's just became a hassle but i am back ladies and gentlemen and with that being said welcome everybody to another episode of the regular season sportscast i am your host jay the red santi here to bring to you another week of spectacular nonsense buffoonery and just darn right sports finesse Make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Check us out on the like and group page on Facebook at the Regular Season Sportscast. Check us out on Instagram at Regular Season Sports. Also on Twitter at RWJ on YouTube, and on Anchor at TRSS Turbuckle Tabloid. And soon we will be on all branches of podcasts with Google Play, uh, iTunes, uh uh TuneIn, Spreaker. We're we're everywhere, guys. And soon to be on iHeartRadio Radio and Spotify, so the Please bear with us. We will. Be, we, will be t- we will be touching on all platforms soon, ladies and gentlemen. But yeah, I gotta say it's been. T- it's it's really been a, a rough rough month. Uh, I recently got hit with some bullshit at work, and uh, as of now, I am out for a little while, just for a little bit. Your boy will be back sooner or later. That's why. Right. That's why you get a job that has a union. They'll fight for your ass if it's a good union. They'll look out for you. Boy got hemmed up on some bullshit that he didn't do, but
1: that's why yo free red or. Bring my, bring my man home son bring him back to work
0: so don't worry about i get that bounce back also make sure you check us out on rageworks.net is where you get everything under one umbrella at rageworks.net big shout out to that boy rich doing his thing over there rageworks.net is where you get everything under the sun that deals with pop culture movies tv shows wrestling sports of course comedy everything's there why go anywhere else for podcasts movie reviews tvs Reviews, previews, video games—all there. Call me when it's over. The very initial turnbuckle tabloid, black is new black. We're all there, guys. Come on now, let's be for real. Why go anywhere else? We do it for the culture, baby. Pop culture, that is. RageWorks.net. So yeah, guys. This this week, this week is gonna be a condensed version. I just did a did a big big sit down interview with our boy J V Lewis from St Louis. He stopped in. If you went a little bit longer than I thought, which is a good thing, because that means that's great conversation. So I pretty much are going to tie in uh, um, talking sports and shit with that interview because we we, we hit up on a lot of stuff there. Uh, this week's uh, this week's rant. I, I want to talk about the NFL's uh, stand against what occurred or Neil, whatever it is that you guys look at. Uh, keep you guys updated on my thoughts and opinions about that i'm pretty much going to piggyback of what i had said earlier about it but might be a little twist to it as well because you know as as much as we we want to think that this country is progressing it's unfortunate but i think we are on our way backwards once again so guys sit back relax enjoy the ride we'll be back don't go anywhere
1: We'll be back with the regular season sportscast with Jay, the Red Santee, and whoever's sitting in the co host chair. Why, look at what we have here, folks! T-R-S-S, bits
2: and pieces.
1: Get your ass up and ready to work, because the Warriors here to let you know, if you don't do what I tell you, you're gonna be pissing in your pants and shitting in your drawers. Yeah! I know I've been dead for quite some time But I've come back to life for this moment Because the internet has brought me back To full strength And I know that you people have been wanting The warrior way But I've come back for one, two, three reasons Number one, because the internet has brought me back On YouTube, 50s videos that I've been making from years past where I've been motivating young little bastards who don't make it in the world and I've been showing them that if you do the warrior way like dragging weights on your ass and putting big dumbbells in your butthole it makes you a better man and a stronger man you will be able to accomplish something in your life Two, I know Dana Warrior's been making a name for herself with my name and my legacy, doing their works with the WWE and such, but you know what, if we are able to get my kids paid and get me my legacy going away, it sure, and I'll be the biggest thing since the Gorgonites happened, and small soldiers, I can be one with all, and if my wife wants to milk me for what I have left, what I have in a tomb, and that's okay, because I live the way of the blood. And finally, number six, the reason why I come back for you people is because not only was I trying to motivate these young teenagers for steering away from the stuff that's happening in the street, like playing basketball or sitting there, sitting in front of a TV playing video games like Super Mario and Kirby, you want to go out there and do stuff? Well, you know what? The Ultimate Warrior has brought himself. Back to life, because what he wants to do is motivate not only your teenagers, but your infants as well. That's right. The Ultimate Warrior is here to get the embryos and those who've come out of the womb, who are all succubents of all things, all eternal, who still believe that diapers should be worn when you're a 1, 2, 15-year-old, and I will teach you a way of living life to the flesh. The Ultimate Warriors Baby Raising Program is one to make you feel as though that you are one with yourself, with the Smurfs, with also the people that come within you, with the war warriors, the big warriors, the ones that come from the gods, such as Jesus, Hitler, And people who are able to bring themselves up to the form of what the other elements that come from the earth, the ground, and what the baby has been able to do in its diaper. For example, the Ultimate Warrior has ways for you to curb all those things that are unnecessary, such in life as in pooping in a diaper. The Ultimate Warrior's... Motivational Daycare Center is here for you, your infant, your fetus, your toddler, your preteen, your adult that still lives in your house, and it's here for you to motivate the whole beings of life that exist around you as a parent who needs the help of the warrior. Is your baby teething? Is it having problems being able to take the pacifier to the mouth? <coughs> Stop crying because the listen- away babies do not cry around the warrior we gain the strength we take the pacifier we take the bottle and we just suck it down and use all the power of the gods to make us better while we paint our faces and show that the world is better than everyone so stop crying baby stop crying except crying from a baby, an infant, an alien, a cow, or a sheep, or even the one who fucking wants us to not care about our lives. Order our motivational daycare videos wherever you can. Get it on YouTube. Get it on iTunes. Get it at WarriorOne.com. Get it at OneWarrior.com. Get it at wherever the Look, I'm telling you to get it, bro, because the warrior does not give a fuck where you get it as long as you pay me and my family. Don't give a shit. I've got to get the fuck out of here because the Grim Reaper has a match with me again, and I'm going to defeat him one more time. And by the way, I'm not a Hall of Famer for nothing. Ultimate Warrior for life! Keep buying my products. This commercial was brought to you by... The Regular Season Sportscast. With your host, Jay the Red Santee.
0: This message is brought to you by WWE Hall of Famer, Ron Simmons.
1: You're listening to TRSS SportsCast. And if you're not, I got one word for you. Damn! We're back with the regular season sportscast. With these two wannabe sports fans
0: This week's rants right, so just to touch up on that I know I've been gone for a couple of weeks now But uh, pretty much the NFL has passed its ruling Apparently this is something that they came up on their own Don't even think that... uh, not even that the players union was involved in this, but apparently when it comes to the national anthem stance, any player that is caught kneeling while on the field will be fined. If you'd want to protest or do not want to be a part of the national anthem, it is said to each player to stay in the locker room until the anthem is done. I said this before, and it wasn't on the thing to where to level uh, of where, it's like, oh, you have the right to protest. You have the right to do what it is. It's like, listen, there's certain things I don't want to participate in my job and I'm just not going to do. And I should have fucking did that shit. That's why my ass is probably suspended now. But in either case, if there's certain shit I don't want to do, there's no policy that says that you have to do it. This is all under the under, under the guys and scrutiny of, A, they're making an example of the Colin Kaepernick uh, stance and him not being uh, relentless with his cause and also not giving in to the fact that you know, you could bait and switch him. In any case, maybe with, with with any tactics that you throw in front of him, just to you know lure him uh, to to give in to his stance or whatever. But this is a man who stands firm to what he's saying, and he's like, you know what, fuck it. If I don't be playing the NFL again, I just don't play in NFL again. The other hindsight with this is that, fine, certain workplaces, certain companies have their own policies, certain rules that you have to do things. You know that it's mandated some jobs have mandated overtime, some jobs have you have to take your mandated lunch, you have to take 15 minute breaks, whatever that's mandated to you. Then there's others that just say, "Listen, you have the right to do certain things and, and we respect your wishes." The NFL is one of the big biggest conglomerates and if not the biggest money-making machines in sports right now. Besides probably uh European football, so- uh, soccer, if you may Football is American football is a humongous generator of of funds, money, and lucrative, lucrative luxuries for owners, uh, investors, players, anyone that's involved. The players are getting a short end of the stick in this deal, especially now that the NFL Union was not involved in this and not involved with getting getting these players the right to actually do this. The NFL had the they had the right time to put their finger on the pulse and be a industry in which they could progress forward with the times. Taking take taking part in the NBA. The NBA right now is, is is they're looking at what the NFL is doing right now, and they know better not to do this because your league will shut down. Honestly, that's they they're not stupid. They know this, and plus they know the NBA players and coaches have their pulse on the social media outlets and such. This is where the connection is, and being and it will continue to be. They know this. So the NBA is not looking to even partake or participate in anything close to that. In fact, they're trying to open up doors to do something different for players who have certain beliefs and, and understandings. Years ago, the NBA had, you know, their their, their black bowling situation. But these days, no, they, they know better to stay away from this case. As of right now, the NFL could have been a a. a an industry that could have broken ground on being able to connect with their players and what the players believe in. And in and, and, and a in and in a and a case in, in which this stance has nothing to do with what the players are doing. This is something that's going on the guys of what's going on of, of our political administrations who are looking like on this as though if there's a big importance to this. It's not a big, important thing. It really isn't. The national anthem during NFL games happens with a beer commercial over it. Let's be honest. This National Anthem is brought to you by Bud Light. How fucking contradictory is that? This National Anthem is brought to you by Goodyear. Come on. Everything has a has an, has a, a sponsorship on it. And that's supposedly contradictory to our American way of life, a way of being. We as Americans are supposed to stand and do and, and diligence and due structure to those who oppose our country as such. But what about those who are opposing our countrymen within our country structure? Now, granted, I am one that says, listen... You don't believe in it? Stay your ass in the locker room. Fuck it. Like fuck it. Like who are you hurting? Once the national the national anthem comes out, once it's done, then go to the field and, and warm up with your with your teammates. Fuck it. Who cares? Even you not coming out is your sign of protest. That shows everybody else. Listen, I'm not with it. If you if they're looking for you and, and your and your favorite player is not on the field during the national anthem, you already know why. Come on, what? What? It doesn't make any sense. It's so it's so stuff. Oh, we just don't want you kneeling. what do you want to do what you want you want us to have pitchforks and fucking uh tiki torches walking down the nfl sideline like other areas of protest has been done you want us to take a car and run it down the 50 yard line and, and run somebody over just to show that we are you know against what's going on in our country no but the easier way is just to hide us to put us away which is you know what fine it's okay but my presence not there proves what my stance is and what it is when we come back, my boy J.V. Lewis from St. Louis is stopping in. We got tons, tons to talk about on that side of the field, that part of the country. The Midwest is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back.
1: Stick around. We'll be back with TRSS with your host, J.V. Red
0: on Lights Out. Merriman and your Man, we talking sports and
1: shit.
0: Making his return, ladies and gentlemen, Jv Lewis from St. Louis. Everybody, this man is not here. On a happy note,
1: no, 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 no.
0: This man has a lot to get off his chest. Big Jv Lewis from St. Louis has a lot to get off his chest, and uh, we did a recording early on, and somehow, some way, it it was corrupted. I don't know how. Computer does some wild shit, but um, gotta tell you. I think it was meant to be. Do you think so, sir?
2: It had to be, man, because the way that game one ended, I'm talking. I've never seen anything like it. I mean, you've seen <laughs> like, you've seen meltdowns. You've seen like uh, debacles. And I'm talking, man, I'm, ta- I'm talking about it was like the game was great, you know, because we sitting there like thinking this going to be a blowout series. The game closed, LeBron going legend, you know what I mean? Fans in Golden State looking shook. And then this called out of the damn blue that half the people didn't even know was a rule. Okay, now side, like, okay, now, by definition, when you look, okay, it was a block. I will admit that. Mm-hmm. But to make that call at that moment. And the officiating was suspect to me lean towards Golden State, Golden State anyway. The fact that they made that call, completely changed the momentum of the game, complete swing, then you have the free throw. Okay, George Hill ties the game. Cool. Misses the free throw. 80% shooter. Okay, it happens. I'm not even tripping off that. This boy, Jr. Smith, and I know you know Jr. very well. His days with the Knicks.
0: Oh, please! That when the hands in the system, Jr. Smith.
2: Yeah, man. This dude gets the ball now from the call. No, no, my bad, my bad. From when LeBron hit the and one to put them up. I'm standing up this whole time watching the game. I'm standing up. So this fool, when and they hit the call. You know, they hit that call, man. I leave the room, I come back, I'm like, all right, what kind of? I'm like, man, is uh David Stern hit up Adam Silver or something, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's like like what like what's going on? Is they doing this like how they used to do the Lakers? Like, come on, man, we need it in the bag, man. And then JR helped these dudes out. I'm talking about I haven't seen nothing like that since uh what was the what was the what was your boy? Uh Chuck Knoblock, oh, when he yeah, led the yeah. ball, he was looking, looking at the ball. And the ball was steady rolling, sir.
0: Oh, I love, I love that. You know why? Because I see yeah. the freaking Yankees, and I can't stand. And I love when stuff like that happens with them.
2: Oh man!
0: And it's funny because when I play sports, that's the, the the batting stance I took. I was always, I always like Chuck Knoblock's batting stance. But oh, when he became a Yankee, it was like, oh, great, thank you.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like, man. Awesome. And then I'm looking like jr what the hell is you doing and you see this fool clear is day i thought we was up no and man no. We'll,
0: we'll we'll get to that in a minute but before we go through the rest of the the, the final so far uh i just want to run through the playoffs early on first off because we had we had um we had an east that actually looked like that was going to be a strong contending east you know yeah. everybody talked about uh, I don't know. I don't think LeBron gonna get out that East now,
2: and, right? And
0: everybody's like, you yeah, know, I'm not sure because you know, there's they, some there's some bodies out there that they could they could put out there, and, and the Cavaliers they're just I don't know. I don't I don't think they could carry they could carry the playoff weight because they got some new boys in there, and then
1: mm-hmm. like
0: we say, you got a J.R. Smith that you don't know who the hell you get him, and of course right. you get a you get a, a Kevin Love, and which once again you don't know who you get getting. So mm-hmm. the Cavs looked like they were gonna. It, it looked it looked frustrating early on. It really did.
2: Yeah, so I they, mean they struggled. Yeah, you no know, Indiana gave them a a tough series.
0: And you had a powerful you, know? you had a powerful Raptors team that looked like it was the the the, the, the great the great North Hope. Like everybody thought that Canadian team was gonna push through. Yep. Uh, you had the Bucks, who everybody loves, the Greek freak and and what that team could be, uh, the possibilities. Everybody was loving that, and then. You get a you get a Celtic team that without Kyrie, without uh uh without uh, Golden Haywood, it was like I don't know if these young kids could push it through, and all of a sudden you just see magic just start happening in that East. It was crazy.
2: Yeah, I mean, I was completely surprised by Boston because I was like, how are they doing this? Because you know everybody was loving Philly. You know what right. I mean? Er- everybody was on the Philly train, and then <laughs> you know what I mean. Pretty pretty much. Philly just—they blew three of those games that they lost. They blew three of them. Yeah, like I say, just inexperienced. You know, just just cost the game. They know what to do. You know, Boston—they got some experience, and then the young boys was playing like vets, and they was they was they was giving it to Cleveland.
0: Well, I always thought with Philly, the Philly—the thing with me was that they had um, bad coaching. And it's like you could tell young coaching in the playoffs, as opposed to experienced coaching. And you saw it with Philly because there's a lot of plays, especially down the line, in which you could have you could have put this thing away, you could've sealed it, made a play here, make a call there, and it was just bad, bad coaching. And especially like you said, three games. Exactly. Was, you can't do it. You can't you can't you can't you can't choke under those pressures, especially right there. But with that being said, Philly's gonna be a team that, you know, might crack open, might crack open a shell that, that, that might be competitive. You might see a new look next year, depending on where LeBron goes. Because, uh, Philly and, and, and the Boston Celtics might be something.
2: Oh yeah, they are gonna be uh running the uh Eastern Conference. You know, like I say, you know, you gonna have Boston, You're gonna have Philly. You know, Milwaukee gonna be right there. I mean, Toronto still gonna be good. But, You know, well, depending on how this coaching thing, goes, because I think they downgraded coach wise. Uh um, getting I, a new coach. I
0: thought it was silly. I mean how I mean, how do you sit there? You get a coach who takes you to you know where you you don't you're uncharted waters like you've never been to before. Right and, and you are you're a coach that's loved by the players. So 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 they said he he right. he's he he's balls out, leaves everything on the court and he does everything he has to do and then you lose yep. in a big game. And of course, um the series was I mean, listen. Your players didn't show up. Let's be honest. Nope. Yeah, it's al-
2: It is always with these dudes. Because when they first, like, you know, after the Chris Bosh years, they was down. Right. And then finally they start going to the playoffs and they was always favored, but they would always lose. That's when Paul Pierce was going from team to team, killing them first round, you know. And then they get out, the uh, finally get out the first round. They meet up with LeBron, smack him around. You know, and then this year, everybody like, yeah, you know, like, like the son ready to challenge the dad for the first time. Like, we ain't taking this no more. We gonna get you. Right. And then dad just smacks you around like, man, sit down somewhere, man. And Le- LeBron told basically what it was, was killing him, man. It's like these dudes go against LeBron. And these dudes get shook. It's like the Rosen and Laurie forget how to play ball when they go against Cleveland or they just don't show up in the playoffs. I don't know where a went. It was just like, everybody just forgot how to play with Toronto.
0: Yeah. And and it's, and it's, it's even sad at home. You can't even like focus at home. Like, what is it that you're playing these games? And all of a sudden, your your games are just, like, not even relevant anymore. People are just, what? like, turned off by you. Like, how is it that Toronto, which is supposed to be a team that, you know, a lot of people say they go, you know, regular season don't mean much because mm-hmm. once once teams get positioned in certain spots and playoffs, once you get the first half done off, you're like, all right, I can start doing this. I, I always correlate it with the, with the, the San Antonio Spurs uh, um, uh, formula, in which they go, listen. After the second half, once I know I'm in the playoff spot, you can put me anywhere and then I'm going to put the gears yeah. on. I'm going to bang everybody out. So, yeah, and
2: they, and they got they got some they got some real good young players, man. Yeah, like yeah. I think maybe it's time. I'm not I'm not saying blow it up, but it's like, you know, maybe next year, man. You had like Siakam and Onoboe like like man and uh I don't know what happened to the one cat uh like Powell, like the year before. He was in the rotation, but he was out of the rotation this year. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, because so, some some got to give, man. Something has got to give.
0: And the crazy thing is, is that when you have a team like Toronto, who's uh, who comes in, and they have such such high hopes, in which everybody was like, "Yo, you got to be scary about that Toronto team," and it's like, yeah, but you know what? You gotta deal with the same Toronto team that don't know what it is to be in 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 the the clutches of a LeBron or or any any team that's gonna be in there gutting it out like they, they don't have really that playoff experience that really shows it off.
2: Right? You know. Yep.
0: Then we go to the West. We go to the West, and then of course we have Houston, who's out there banging it out. We have, uh, of course, Golden State, who's out, who's out there doing it. Then we'll get to that later on. But then you know you get you get a team that that's that that's on the, the on the rise, who uh, shocked a lot of people was the U- the Utah Jazz. And I gotta tell people like, yo, that kid Mitchell, boy, yes, yes. boy, y'all didn't know. Listen, I-, I look at the kid. I swear to God, he should be bagging some kind of groceries in a supermarket. But boy. <laughs> That boy can ball. He's going to be a problem for a lot of people. And I swear for yep. the next three years, teams are going to be keeping an eye out for him. They're going they yeah, they they to be ready to throw him some money.
2: Uh-huh. Because yeah, cause I really thought Utah was going to fall back when they lost Haywood. His dude stepped right in. And Utah didn't miss a beat. It was almost like they, they, they replaced him already, you know? I was like, man, Utah better watch out. I mean, yeah, teams better watch out for Utah. Like, just let them build for a couple of years, get that playoff experience. But what did you think was the
0: problem with with with, with the Thunder? Like, you you have the superpower fucking team, and I think <laughs> you you get the the three headed monster, and it became like the three headed monster, which two of them are sick, one of them has an ego problem. <laughs> it's
2: like it's like what yo, what it, became yo, of it? I mean, it t- it it, t- it takes time. I mean. Just because you throw a bunch of superstars together, you know, it it don't it don't work out like that. I mean, they struggled from start to finish the fact that OKC was a better team the year before when it was Westbrook Adams and a bunch of spare points. Right. Yep. And I don't get it, man. It was like Melo never really found his place. Paul George was up and down. Like I say, it was like them. Them gonna be some uh people that need. They go. I mean, obviously with Paul George free agency, you know, he's like more likely he won't be back. But uh, it just, yeah, man, it just, it just it didn't work. I like think the chemistry I, I, went there.
0: I always said, I always tell people, I said, listen, you got you got these three guys who could play with each other possibly, but at the end of the day, Russell Westbrook gonna look around and be like, motherfuckers, y'all know this is my team. Don't yeah. show your ass and. This is probably the reason why you can tell when Kevin Durant said, I'm, I'm off this. I'm supposed to be the man of this franchise. Mm-hmm. I got hurt. I went down, granted, you know, and injuries plagued me or whatever. He he took the weight for, for for whatever it was. I come back. You're not sharing the ball like you used to be. All of a sudden, your chest is pumped up. Durant said, fuck this. I'm out. Like, right. yeah he goes to Golden State where they already got a fucking team
2: mm-hmm. and he fits he in. He just plugs in. And yeah, he, he fits in. Yep. And like I say, he don't, like, you know, you don't have, for, you know, he got no, he got no pressure. You is know, that, he just got to do, do, you think do that's gonna life. hurt?
0: Do you think that'll hurt his legacy? Because, you know, everybody has him as probably the two or the three best player in the NBA right now. Some mm-hmm. maybe even have him as one. But do you think this is going to hurt him in the long run? Because at the end of the day, like, um, let me ask you this: If you had the opportunity, okay. you play ball, you yeah. have the, the the capabilities of uh, you you know, you play like uh, a Durant. Would you want to be on your own, making big money and running your team, or would you like to be like, yo, I want championships, so I'm gonna go with championships. All right.
2: I mean, I want championships, but I'm not doing what I'm not doing what he did. I would rather do it. You know, like I would rather I would rather do it Lebron way because. I'm not going to a team that beat me.
1: Right. You know what I mean? That's what
2: I yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not doing that. It's different, you know. LeBron, he went to a team that was the a c, seed. They gutted their roster. They brought way back him and Bosch, and then filled it in. You know what I mean? I would rather now. The only thing you want to question is is uh, LeBron going to another guy's team? You know, like that was a, that was a big thing that. You went from your own team and you went to another guy's team to be the second guy, but as it turned out, Wade took a step back, like David Robinson took a step back for Duncan, and that's when it clicked for him. You know, is like it, with- is it different? But,
0: but I'm saying, is it what about Chris Paul? Chris Paul, he was in LA. That was his team, mm-hmm. you know. And whenever they went heads up, whatever the case may be, against yeah. Houston, it was always bang bang whatever the case may be but houston always found a way to pull something off especially in the past year or so before he got on houston that they were always able to knock him out yeah i always felt chris Paul going to houston is like this kind of like i was like uh, oh, why you you could have went somewhere else why go mm-hmm. there
2: i mean i didn't think i didn't think it was gonna work because i was like that's weird and i was wondering like how are they gonna make it work with both of them needing the ball and to my surprise, to everybody's surprised, it worked out perfectly. I mean, you know, self at the you know, self at the end, but as far as like that were not no chemistry issues, like when like when Dwight went there with uh, Harden, right. it was mad, it was mad chemistry issues. Paul and Harden, you know, but like I say, I think because of the leader Chris Paul is that took pressure, you know what I'm saying, off Harden. You know what I mean? Like Harden could just freelance do his thing. Chris Paul gonna be in there in the forefront. Rallying the troops, you know what I mean. Go take the bullets, you know stuff like that. You know, like willingly, you know. While Harden could dip out the back and dance, and you know, like he always seen a go party at the club after they lose a big game. But I, I like I said, I just thought that basketball wise that it won't work. But they needed that leadership, man, in Houston.
0: Well uh, the the sad part about that is that you know there, there was um when I, I listened to Colin Cowherd, he, he made a mention, it was, it, which is true, is that. During a regular season, you're gonna bang out. They're gonna they're gonna give you all the calls. They'll give you everything. But you gotta remember you got another twenty four games that's gonna come on in that playoffs. And a lot of these reps, especially over there, they they might not give you those little push offs. They might not give you those little travels, they might not give you those uh-huh. calls anymore. So now there's a lot of weight that's gonna have to change over. And now you might not be conditioned the way that you was. Now maybe uh uh Chris Paul's gonna have to take some of that, that 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 heavy lifting later on. You might have to spread it out to to your other key players, your role players out there. Yeah. And <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, the wear and tear is gonna kick in. And the calls that you thought you were gonna get before, you're not gonna get it anymore. They're not gonna give it to you no more. So yeah. I, I think with 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 James Harden is like and what kills me about him is that he always has this this stare as in like Argh. All right, I didn't get it. Whatever. And then you're dribbling 16 times.
2: I do not like dude. I, I, I do <laughs> not I do not like that, man. That's that damn Phoenix Suns. Well, in Phoenix, they move the ball around. That was a that's the difference. They had a, they, in Phoenix, they move the ball around a lot more, but I hate that dribbling 16 times, wait till the shot clock, get down, and if Capella not in the game, y'all got no rebound. Right. Dan Tony with this. Seven man system rotation. When you got more capable guys on the bench, you know what I mean. I'm just sitting there like, dude. Now, then this dude finally decides game seven to put in Joe Johnson and Ron Anderson, but they basically statues. You 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 brought Ron Anderson and Eric going in at the se- both. You got both these dudes from New Orleans at the same time. Mm-hmm. Hey, both these dudes huge money, and Ron Anderson can put up fifteen to twenty. And he's out of the rotation, and you can't tell me it's because he got bad defense, because ain't like a lot of cats on that team play defense in the first place. And it's like you telling me you can't, you know, put this dude in. Matter of fact, when you take Capella out of the game, you got big ass Nene. They can score on the inside. Yeah. Why is he not? That's why is he saying, not in that's
0: there? The that's way he, where he was at.
2: And if he don't score, yeah.
0: he's a body that gets a lot of rebounds. Offensive yeah. And
2: and, and he and he's tough. Mm-hmm. He can put some cats on their ass, man. I, and you got old man Joe Johnson. You know he's definitely lost a step, but man, he can at least you know do something. Let these boys get the ball in their hand. And matter of fact, you know, like I say, we ain't got to the finals yet, but hell. Trevor Reeves' ass was a precursor to J.R. Smith who got brought them nothing. Right. And, and I'm looking and I'm looking at the free agent list. I'm like, Houston probably like, yes, we will not be re signing you. You an unrestricted free agent. Peace, cause we do not need you.
0: One team that I'm looking at right now that I said I I, I want to see get the pieces together in the West that I said, you, you got grit, you got a team that and you, you can make something out of it. You got scores there, you could do something is the the Minnesota Timberwolves and I thought for their presence there in the first round, you got what it is I was like, these guys could actually be something later on, like they, they yeah. got something, they got something there and mm-hmm. the West is about to turn into be uh, 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 like a Rubik's Cube because now you're about to see some changes going on the floor like colors and, 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 chain and, and size are going to be moved over because you're not going to see the dominant, I don't, I don't think you're gonna see the dominant teams that they were. It's, I, I think the Spurs are gonna start dripping down little by little.
2: Yeah, they, yeah, they slowly. They already have. Uh,
0: I think I, my, uh, you know, uh, Portland, they did well, and they, they, you know, shocking as people was like, wow, yo, it was good to see Portland play. But I, I don't see them doing it next year. They, I really they don't. Got, they
2: got, they got, they got, they got, they got to make, they got to make a change. They got to get more help. man.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't see. They it, got, but,
2: they got to get more help because they, they bench. I mean I like I like the uh the tall collins kid that they drafted. I mm-hmm. like him, but it's like they another team. They got all these uh, like they got all these dudes on the bench and it's like young dudes at that. I mean, and I do not like Evan Turner, never liked him. I mean, you look at his stats and you like, oh, okay, but it just seemed like they, they garbage stats. It's like he gives right. them nothing. Right. I think they need I think they made a huge mistake letting Alan Crab go a couple of years ago. But they they need they need something 'cause like I I like the big man, I like uh Nurkic, obviously Dane, you know, and and McCullum, but it's like if one of them dudes is off, it's over.
0: McCullum is too faithful. I'm telling you right now, he's too faithful. And it's he's too faithful, he's too loyal, and that day is gonna come where he's gonna go. You don't know when is gonna be past past time is due or take advantage of when the time to come. He is his time has come to play with a team that is gonna is gonna push him forward and the team that's gonna be out be out there that's gonna need him. And mm-hmm. I really think that he needs to, to take advantage of that as well. Because unfortunately, Portland's not the Portland of the 90s. Remember when you had the Clyde Drexlers and you had that fucking you had them teams out there. Portland's not that yeah. team. Portland is a team that's still small market, you're out there, they're a good team to play, and you go out there, they 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 win the games they need to win. And mm-hmm. sometimes they'll blow out teams or they need to blow out. But at the end of the day, McComb needs to realize, it's like, listen, I'm going to have to go somewhere, and I'm going to have to to think about either money or winning some chips. And (laughs) he's going to have to think about that. Another team that I was looking at right now, and I said, whoo, boy, if they just had that one more motherfucker on their team, they would have fucking scared everybody was the fucking Pelicans.
2: Yes, yes. And I'm shocked, man, because when they got Cousins, they used to clown, they was clowning New Orleans, talking about like they wing players, talking about I seen better wings at Hooters. But then <laughs> but then, like I say, you know, uh you you completely forget how bad how much of a bad boy, you know what I'm saying, Drew Holiday is. And then Yeah, exactly. That's my boy. Other, yeah, then the other guys they got. You know, it's like these dudes stepped up huge this year. Drew Holiday was ro- putting
0: a lot of motherfuckers to sleep in that motherfucker in those playoff run in, that, in this playoff this year. He was putting a lot of motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, oh shit! How he you finish a with focus. a double?
2: <laughs> yeah, and you got a fo- you got a focus Rondo. Now I don't know what the hell he was doing. Uh, like talking trash and stuff like that in the Golden State series. I don't know what the hell I'm trying to get in him and Draymond. I don't know what the hell that was about, but uh. Man, if I'm just want to know, man, if they had cousins, man, if anything, they would have beat Golden State the hell up. They might not they have could've. beat them, but they would have beat them up. They would have beat them up. Yeah, it,
0: that's what I'm saying. That they, 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 it have been a walking wounded going into the the Houston series. It could have been a yeah. problem. Really, could have. So going back to the East, uh, like you said, uh, I said, I don't. I don't like bringing up Washington cuz Washington always disappoints me.
2: You know, they they they're so yeah.
0: implosive over there. The Wizards mm-hmm. always are so implosive over there. But yeah, I have see. to say with Indiana with the Pacers it's like if there's players that want to go over there to play ball, they ain't gonna have a team. They're, gonna, yeah. they're gonna have a team. They're They're gonna have a team. Depot showed that. Listen, once again, that Durant shit, I ain't fuck with that whole <laughs> shit with motherfucking Westbrook. Y'all yeah, I know what I know what I mean. I could come here and I'm a star and sure enough he showed his ass.
2: Yeah, man. That was that was a that was a Donovan Mitchell situation. Everybody thought, well, Indiana they off the map now. And then that's when you know him, Sabonis, um uh, what's what what what's what, what was what's their uh point guard name? Uh I can't even remember who the point guard is over there. But that dude was uh I was like was it Darren Collison? I think it's Darren Collison.
0: Collison, yeah, yeah. I
2: was like, I was like, man, this whole little net, this dude, just uh, just 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 an annoyance, you know, You got that young over there, man, boy, Yanovich was, man, that dude was balling.
0: And they had some good co- like, yeah. and that's some good coaching until they played. They they got into the Cavaliers game, and, yeah. and there was there was some, you know, and not for nothing, we could say that there's a blown call here and there that should have been a a a a. a, a
2: yeah, gold the him The, gold the, team. the gold yeah. team
0: took away from him. But I also said at the same time, Oladipo Deepo should have thrown that shit. Fuck that. Yeah. Because we've seen, during later on, we've seen fucking uh LeBron get thrown on. Like,
1: we seen yes, him sir.
2: get dunked on. Yes, yes. So
0: it could have happened. It could have happened.
2: Yep. Like I said, he probably thought, I got it. Yep. He probably went in thinking about it. Man, LeBron, you know, pull out that strength every now and then. Get that old school swatted from behind. Mm-hmm. Like I say, man, you already know you got to you got to watch your back at all times. So ain't we, nobody else, yeah, because nobody else on that team blocking those shots but him.
0: So we get we get um, on when we get to the East, we have the Cavaliers versus Celtics. We got a we got that in the Eastern Conference Finals, and we got a team. I see you never really swear. You you're looking at the at the Celtics, and you're like these young kids, but this dude Tatum, man, wow, well, this kid is like. <laughs>
1: You uh, you you you're, you're looking at you're looking kid. at
0: Morris. You're looking at the other the other guys out there, and you just you watch this kid Tatum, and it's like, where the fuck does the heart come out in the playoffs? And you love to see it with a young kid like this.
2: Yeah, like the I mean, he was he was the one you know that was you know when things went bad, he was the one that was carrying him down the stretch. You know, I'm talking about I'm talking about Nofer going to be like um. Going, Hey, you might be expendable.
0: You might be
2: expendable.
0: <laughs> plus that the fact that I love when they, they pan at the shot of his moms, because I want to holler at his moms.
2: At his mom, so oh yeah. <laughs> man, dude, let me man. tell you, ever since draft day, I'm like, ESPN made some notes. We're gonna show his mom every chance we get. we are gonna show her. It's
0: like who mama that
2: is? Who mama yep. that is? Oh watch, that's even <laughs> give give it give it a couple of years. His mom gonna catch up with as much as they show Steph Curry mom. Exactly,
1: oh, Steph or oh, Steph Curry wife is gonna be up there. Like,
2: God oh dude. yeah, yeah, it's gonna be on
0: that on that level. But I was I was so pleased to see how Boston played. But you know, a lot of people says you know, and we'll get to that in a minute where, where when it goes officiating. But at the end of the day, Game Seven was lost by Boston. I really yeah. think they lost it themselves. You had momentum, you had on the place, especially after uh, Tatum dunked the, uh threw it down on LeBron, and you yeah. came back down. You you shot a three. It was a big momentum going there, but I thought they took away from the game because they did not attack the paint that like they should have. They did not. Yeah. They kept it outside.
2: Yep. Yeah. I mean, uh, like Game Six, man, Rozier was on fire. That dude. I'm talking about he was he, was, he was on some Steph Curry level shooting. And I guess he must have blew his load because that yeah. dude can. Matter of fact, he pulled a Trevor Reese. He was over
1: yeah. in
2: that game. That dude couldn't hit nothing from the outside. Right. And then Marcus Martin, who not a good shooter, but that dude don't lack confidence. That dude uh. keeps shooting. And I'm like, dude, why do y'all keep forgetting about Al Horford? Why do y'all keep forgetting about this dude?
0: The other thing that pissed me off is that there was a lot of times in which you had to cut the lanes on LeBron and especially with Marcus Smart side is what you did was you fake like he was gonna block the coverage and you move back in the lane and you gave him shot opportunities. Uh-huh. If he's go if he's gonna drive into the basket, fuck it. Double him up because they weren't shooting anything on the outside. J.R. Smith was like the other option, and he knocked down two shots. Woo, Whoop, doo do. Like, who cares? Kyle Culver wasn't gonna be the Kyle Culver like before, he's still struggling. LeBron had everything on himself. The only one that you had to worry about was really was was Green, but each time he yeah. was always on the opposite end, so double yeah. fucking LeBron up going to the lane.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it was like, hey, where is that strong defense? It's like, what's up, uh, Marcus Morris? You the self proclaimed LeBron stopper? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, 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 where is that defense? Like, where you at? You yelling at people's face the whole series. You quiet as hell game seven. That should be when you should have been in the loudest. You know?
0: Then we go to... And
2: and it was almost like they did a Philly. Yeah, They did a Philly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's it's frustrating because, you know, everybody sits there and says, oh, here we go. The NBA is doing it again. But it's like, no, you got an inexperienced team who sat there and gave them to game seven, but you wanted to shoot the building out when you didn't have it, you could have done something. You, you, and once again, that's poor coaching because you need to grab your team and say, "Listen, go to the basket. This is where it's supposed to be at." You, the ball movement is fine. Go to the basket, but these kids, they, they, I want to say, they'll learn. They'll learn. They'll go to the game room. They'll go to the, to, to the, to the, to the, to the video, and they'll learn. They'll learn it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll learn. They better start watching that. Uh... Kobe uh, on demand or whatever the that details. is. In <laughs> yeah, the detail, they better be watching that uh, Kobe stuff.
0: So then we go to uh, we go to the Western Conference Finals. We have the Houston and, and Golden State, which um, I really think after watching a couple of games and, and looking at how everything fell out, um, like I said earlier, James Harden is a guy that can't play full playoffs. I really think he can't do it. You you got a guy who who's so given the the life during a regular season you could play up till May, but you got to remember there's more to it after that, and I really think he lost himself, and with the loss of of Chris Paul with 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 his injury, I think he he was a duck out of water.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm like, man. And that's when he can only do like so much from the sideline, you know, when he was hurt and. Yeah, man, it's like, yo, man, uh, like the only—I mean, man, Eric Gordon, man, like when them shots were falling, man, he should have been taking it to the hole. You know what I mean? Like, like how he was, because he was relentless going to the basket. Yeah, you know, he should—he should have he should, he kept doing that because it's like after a while, it's like a reason you would not hit go to the basket. And Draymond yeah. Green was woo.
0: I I I never understood. They got this man doing interviews. I'm like, you should not be talking because you look horrible in that series. You can't grab a pass. You can't fucking uh. uh, You can't finish a dunk. You are looking terrible. So you 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 knocked out one of the big four out of the equation, but right. You get that's why they keep. That's
2: why they keep saying. Now, when they keep saying that, yeah. They got four all stars. on us. Okay, cool. Four Hall of Famers. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Draymond Green's not a Hall of Famer to me. Right. I was like, yeah, y'all, y'all, like Y'all need to stop that right now. And and,
0: and to, be honest, right and to be honest, and to be honest, I love Clay. I love Clay Thomas. I think his jump shot is probably the best in the game, as in as in form. Best fucking in the
2: game.
1: Mm,
0: I won't put him whole on uh, Hall of Fame either. But he'll get there.
2: Yeah, like, like, like Clay. Clay is like uh Clay is the equalizer, but I tell He's you right key. now
0: that series. And then when we get to to the next the next segment next, he showed his ass like he really like you 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 saw Clay yeah. come out.
2: Yeah, like I said, it's exactly what he did in the OKC series. You know, what I'm saying basically it seemed like OKC had him, and then that uh that game in OKC, Clay was hitting him from like everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about pretty much saved him. Pretty much saved him. So, you got to watch. Like I say, like, still, still, it's like, you know, Durant, you know, it's like, it's not like they're not playing bad defense on Durant. The dude is seven foot. What you going to do?
0: Right.
2: <laughs> seven foot when he's shooting. What you going to do? <laughs> Nothing. I'm talking about you going to be right there. Ain't like he blowing by cats. He he, he he just raised up, man, like, like Barkley used to always say about Dirk, what Dirk should have been doing. When they use a struggle against San Antonio, man, I don't give a damn how good of a defensive player Bruce Bowen is, man. Shoot over the top of that dude. It's like shoot over. A he can't block your shot.
0: The the and one that's thing that Durant do. The one thing that I say is that with Cameron Durant is that you, you're you're in a you're in a uh, uh, a scenario now in which it's not going to be the same light that LeBron gets. You got to understand that everybody right. else. On on the floor that you with you is with you is gonna score, and the opportunities you get, just finish. You could listen. Right. You score two buckets each quarter. You know four, eight, twelve, sixteen. You got sixteen points. Just score two buckets. You know we're not asking you to go crazy because everybody else on the floor is gonna do something. They want you to right. be phenomenal. They want you to drop thirty. When you got a guy like Steph Curry who's gonna shoot from the fifth row in the crowd, what more can you say about him? Like, I mean, just just put in the work, finish, you know, finish your free throws, you know, just 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 put the numbers here and there. Clay, yeah. clay would clay is gonna clay, If anything, my whole my whole mindset with him is like, yo, just help Clay out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get your assist with Clay. Because Steph is gonna be Steph. So right. We get to the we get to the finals. LeBron took the uh, the the Cavaliers on his back. Fuck it, just, this is what it was. Jeff Green right. showed up, took it on his back. Now we get to game one. Mm-hmm. I'm actually gonna go to the bathroom right now, but I'm gonna let you just go off. So go ahead, go with it again. Just repeat what you
1: did earlier.
2: Basically, everybody in their mama said that this series was gonna be a blowout. Golden State five games, probably a sweep, and even me, pulling for Cleveland pretty much knows that Cleveland can't win this series. So the game is going, Cleveland is in it. Game going back and forth. I'm like, yo, crowd shook, it is going down, Cleveland gets the lead, and that bullshit-ass call. Now, I said earlier that Looking at it, yes, it was a block. But the fact that you make this call, this call, this close in the game, completely swings the momentum. The officiating was very shifty towards Golden State. It was straight up on some Lakers-Sacramento Kings nonsense and LeBron going legend. And then, of course, you had a complete meltdown with the free throw. Like I said, Tied the game, all right, cool. And then this dude, George, I mean, J.R. Smith goes completely damn brain dead. But wait a minute.
0: Nobody gives George Hill shit because he missed the free throw.
2: Right. Nah, now nah, he would have missed it. And, you know, yeah, that's true. You know, but it's like, you know, he tied the game. So it's like, yeah, but the 80% free throw shooter and he left it short. I'm like, George Hill, you've been in big games before. <laughs> When you was in Indiana going hands over Brian with Miami. Come on, man. And then J.R. Smith, who surprisingly gets the rebound over KD. How that happened? Exactly, I don't know. Exactly, right? The fact and this dude runs. I'm talking about this dude runs. Like I was in there like But wait a minute. What about the fact that the that
0: the Cavaliers had a timeout and they didn't call it?
2: Right. And you see him and Braun was trying to call a timeout, but it was too late. Cause he was looking at I'm like, What are
0: you doing? Then he's trying to call a timeout. But the coaches still had the availability to call a timeout on their own. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Even if you don't call on the floor, the coach has the ability to call a timeout. They didn't call I mean, it.
2: Right. And I mean that moment pretty much shocked everybody. I'm talking about you looking at the players on Golden State bench because they was, they just showed this thing from every angle. <laughs> the look the, the look on these dudes' faces, dude, the reactions around the world. Yeah, it's, I'm it, talking about it. It 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 was speechless. I was talking about you had to sit there and look. Even and be I like,
0: said it when I was watching it. Even I said I was like, call cool, a timeout. I was like, yeah. and I I'm to be honest. I'm not. I, I'm. I don't. I don't have any uh um unity, like um loyalty to anybody. But I'm a. I'm watching the game. I'm like, why you didn't call a timeout?
2: Oh man, I I dude, I I I, I was stunned, dude. I've I, coached, said I've like games, I said that. Like
0: I say, I've coached games for 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 AA <laughs> like AAU teams. I've done for different high schools and all this shit. Even me, I'm blowing my motherfucking. I'm throwing up the timeout signs yeah. at the TV. <laughs>
2: Yeah. I'm sitting there like and I already knew as soon as that happened, it's over.
0: I love it. I love it because the video came out when LeBron asked, you know, we had a timeout, and he's like, fuck. Yo, his facial expressions everything was the best out of everything. It's with yelling at JR Smith, right? Everything was just
2: epic, man. Those those reaction videos I be doing, the RDC World one when they do the finals uh recaps and the way uh the dude that play LeBron, the way he be snapping, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was... Dude, so, it's I real though, because I
0: would believe it.
2: Yeah. Dude, because the way he, man... <laughs> <laughs> the way he looked at JR, and he turned around
0: was, I swear he wanted <laughs> to turn
2: around and be like, nigga. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, dude, cue, cue to Kevin Hart. My back's against the wall. This is not a test help me help me <laughs> help
1: me, me. <laughs> jesus man but at the and at the
0: end it's like this occurs and um oh, I, I, I'll, I'll get i'll get to everything else after uh, when, which is my my biggest complaint about the nba which is gonna be on soon but game two occurs and by the time this airs i'm hoping uh by tomorrow uh game three is gonna happen but game two is occurred yeah. and everybody's sitting there and they're thinking, um, well, Cavaliers going to respond.
2: Yeah, how are they, how they going to respond? Oh, my.
0: How are you going to respond when you got a guy like Steph Curry shooting the way that he
2: fucking shoots? Oh, man. Because <laughs> here, here's the thing. The game was, like I say, Golden State had complete control, but Cleveland kept hanging around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, they get it, that's what I'm saying. It, it just seemed like it's usually when Cleveland won that third quarter, I'm like, okay, we good. We good. And every time they get it to eight, they get it to six, and every goddamn time, these boys were here to go to state, were here to three, and go right back up to double digits, get it back down, right back up. And in the midst, Steph goes crazy. He goes on one of the runs like I say, we you we used to this now because when I first started, when he first started doing, this, I'm like, how is he hitting this? Right to the point now, it's like you can't breathe. You <laughs> you, you can't. You got to stay on his dome. The, the real thing man. is, that,
0: listen. You you start to really believe that Golden State plays down to their play to 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 the other team. They really man, do. And, and,
2: and it's like, how did they? How does he? How do he hit these shots? How? Dude. Did you and, look at and, the TV
1: to wait and, like everybody else is gonna go? Get the fuck out of here, man. Dude,
2: what? yeah, I do <laughs> I, I, I I I do that a lot of time with these shots. <laughs> Especially when he shoot them from like super deep. That lets you like this dude gotta be practicing, like, you know. Oh, this dude does. gotta be practicing. Oh, yeah. He does. yeah, he does. And Clay and Thompson, Clay Thompson, who
0: was who was supposed to be injured in game one, came back and he too was like. Just money, man. It's it's
2: crazy. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, you you. I mean, you could tell he hurt a little bit, but he, to say he questionable, like okay.
0: And I was like, fuck, he playing. He right. Playing. But I love the fact that um, you know, you get you get uh you get players, you got the young players that's out there, and you got Eagle Dollar in their face. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yo, stop that right. nonsense. Yeah, then, man. Then you got my man Sean Livingston's who who whenever Sean Livingston come out in the playoffs or in the finals, it's like, oh shit.
2: Yeah, <laughs> man. Like I said, like see, like I say, and you know the dude ain't gonna shoot no threes, all the dude's gonna do he's six, seven. The dude got that Medium range jumper down. It's like uh you might want to get on him. <laughs> and what pissed me off was the fact they let Mr. Shackle the Fool himself, JaVelle McGee, <laughs> kill him. <them. laughs> JaVel McGee can do one thing if he ain't doing something clumsy, he can jump out the, the gym. gym. Yeah, dude, yeah. and I do not understand how these cats do not get the simple premise. Of a damn pick and roll because Cleveland, more than any other team, look at each other and stare at each other more than any other team. Like, dude. You motherfuckers are not talking.
0: And I swear to you, they really Y'all they,
2: do not talk. They're really
0: gonna they're gonna wear LeBron out. They're they they're gonna they're gonna tire him out. And that's what that's what Yeah. I think that's what Golden State is looking forward to do. They're gonna they're gonna tire him out. Yeah. I he
2: mean really the own. dude the, the, the dude the dude got one eye, you know what I mean? It's like you know what I mean? Like, what the hell, man? The last thing you know.
0: The last thing I want to talk about before we leave is the officiating, and I gotta say is that wow, I have to, dude, I have dude. to say it's like, listen, you got you're supposed to have the best officials you have in the league, right? Calling these games, and you <sighs> mentioned you mentioned it earlier. It's like you, all of a sudden, it's like there's made up calls, there's made up charges. They made it's how is it yeah. that how is it that they're gonna This because even as a commissioner, I would have to look down and like, come on, guys, you can't be doing this. You know, you there's a consistency. I love that um, uh, Jeff Van Gundy mentioned during the game. He says, "I like the old school way of officiating was, which was, you know, I gave you know I missed a call one way, but I'm gonna give it to you back later. Like I got I got to give it to you back. Yeah, these guys are just like. You could look on a scale of these dudes it's like there's you got to find the bias here they, 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 it's there there is a bias on on, yeah. on whether you're a, uh, the home not even team that oh, I got to give the home the home court love or I got to give you know they, 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 that that's
2: that's officiating yeah, we, we go we going we go, we going we going to really see what it is cuz to me it seemed like the like the officiating overall has been bad but it's just seen that the officiating has been towards Golden State, so we gonna see what the officiating gonna be like. Cause everybody like, oh man, you know, people that's going for Golden State, like, oh man, y'all just crying about the real. So we are gonna see what tomorrow, starting tomorrow, what the officiating gonna be like. Mm-hmm. So we are gonna see if those same people who said it, it's not the refs, are they gonna be saying it's the refs if the calls seem to be favoring Cleveland tomorrow? We gonna see. So, right. but I don't know. I don't. I don't know what they are gonna do. I don't know if they need to pull Steve Javy. Out that damn, uh, out that little bullfrog they go to to the about these calls or something. I don't know. They they need to rework, uh, where the one ref at that uh, everybody hate I mean, he probably retired now. Yeah, yeah, he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we need them, we need them cats back. But you know what? There's these already, t- ain't getting it.
0: there's already talk of, um, they're gonna try it out in the summer leagues where they're gonna do the, uh, just like the, the, the NFL does is where they, they, they do challenge calls. So the whole thing about the challenge calls, you, you are you cho- are you gonna challenge on files? It's different with with NBA because there's a lot of files. So what, what, yeah. are you, what are you gonna throw? What are you gonna throw a flag on? What are you gonna throw a challenge for? It's it's, it's difficult. I like the progression in which that if one referee is conflicted with another, that they'll go to the monitor to check it out, which I like, but a lot of this stuff you gotta basketball was always legit when it came to what a charge is. What a yeah. what what you know what 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 a foul is I really think and even um um Jeff Van Gundy made a mention it's like a lot of those calls in which the grabbing calls those aren't those are those are not uh uh, uh, uh intentional fouls those are those are flagrants in the in an in in international league those are in and mm-hmm. in, in, in FIBA and in FIBA those are fucking those are uh flagrants so you got to blow whistles on those and you got to start banging these players for that. You know, you can. You know, you're getting away with these hack a shack kind of uh, plays, but you gotta start being official with it. But like, no, those are not legit fouls. Those are flagrants, and you gotta start banging them for that.
2: Yeah, they they gonna have to do a revamp. So, cause yeah, so they we always look at it it as
0: what us is always make a play on the ball. That's all. And whenever we played ball, and even back in the days, like you make a play on the ball and you get fouled, that's a foul. That's right. Uh. Intentionals were, you know, maybe a slap on a hand or maybe a reach in, something like that. Flagrants yep. are flagrants, and you and, and a guy running on a fast break, and you pull on his jersey or you, ridden, those are not, no, no. Or they're making they're making a play to the basket, and you start tucking here. Those are those are flagrants. You got to start blowing those whistles on those.
2: Yeah, yeah, they got a lot. They got a lot of work to do with this officiating over the uh, over the off season line, and they, yeah, they need to. Do something because I right. mean that's what I'm saying. You know, you don't want the NFL officiating for You you know yeah. what we're,
1: we're be like out oh, there.
2: All yeah. right,
0: guys. Listen, I have my boy JV Lewis for St. Louis. Let him know they can get you at my my guy. Thanks again for we right. having doing this again. My, sorry, my 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 fault for having to, have to take you out again. But this I think this time we good.
2: Yeah, okay, no doubt. Yeah, y'all can on uh, my YouTube pages jv lewis and y'all can follow me on instagram twitter snapchat at jv lewis 77
0: and this man is out there doing it big on on youtube so far 500 and counting they want to hear you talk that shit and laugh at everybody else's shit they like that
2: oh uh-huh, yeah <laughs> there's been a lot of stuff uh coming out so yeah i've been trying to uh crank them out a little more so you know we getting close to uh you know E3, so you know oh, you have a yes, lot of stuff out yes, there.
0: Yeah, matter of fact, you, you gotta find a way that me and you could uh, um I'll do a joint uh YouTube video so we can fucking laugh at the stupid shit that goes on.
2: Oh yeah, man, cause this this stuff is crazy, man. Especially these cats up here uh, clowning themselves. You know what I'm saying for <laughs> life and all that coon. And it's like, man, y'all out your damn minds. <laughs> like you do know they laughing at y'all, like, they laughing at y'all, not with y'all. Exactly. You know?
0: All right, guys. So once again, once again, thank you, sir, for being on the show, man. Yo, it was it was a great pleasure, and I'm sorry that I had you out at this time, but I know you got work tomorrow.
2: But we go. Oh man, it's all good, man. You know, whenever you need me, I'm here.
0: Thank you, sir. Right. All right, guys. When we come back, gonna wrap it up, and there's more to go on. So uh, don't go anywhere. See you later. Good looking out, JV. Yes, sir.
2: Chris Roach, and
0: you're listening to TRSS. We're back with the guys from TRSS who enjoy balls. Not the way you think about it, you freaks. Jay Santee and Just Daniel. All right, guys, I want to thank you for being a part of The Regular Season Sportscast this week. Make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Check us out on the Like and Group page on Facebook. Check us out on Instagram at The Regular Season Sports. Check us out on Twitter at Santi as well as on YouTube and Anchor at TRSS Turnbuckle Tabloid. Also, check us out on all those podcasting outlets. Spreaker, Google Play, iTunes, Give us the reviews and previews and everything that you like and comment us on all those social media outlets that's available. Check us out there at the regular season sportscast. That's what we're here for. Guys, big love to J.V. Lewis from St. Louis. This guy checked in. He was doing big things out there. Uh, unfortunately, I had an uh, incident in which one of the, uh, our previous segment got corrupted, the files. It happens, but guy came in, he stepped up, and we did it again. And it was actually, to me, it was actually better. I thought it was we actually did more this time. Also, make sure you check us out on RageWorks.net. RageWorks.net is where we get everything under the sun, under the umbrella. One thing, one thing, and one thing only that we do for you is provide great content. Make sure you check us out on RageWorks.net. You get podcasts, reviews, previews, everything that's prevalent and relevant, things that's going on every day in our culture, pop culture that is. You get the regular season sports cast, Terminal Tabloid, The variant Issue, Call Me When It's Over, The Black Is the New Black. Why go anywhere else? When you get everything there, you get content, content, and content. We do it for the culture, baby. Pop culture. Rageworks.net. All right, guys. I'm out of here. I got to do my thing. Watch me do my thing. All right, guys. Once again, thank you for being a part of us. We're going to be out of here. I am the king of talk style. I'm not best for business. I'm best for everybody. And I am out of here. Catch you on the rebound.
1: Squash!